Alright, y'all know what time it is. It's Kyla Powers Radio. And we're going to check in with Bobby Hammett. I know you guys like to get a little sprinkle of Bobby all the time in these Black News episodes. So we'll keep it going and uh, break in on his love story. Here we go. Have plenty. Have plenty. Those are only two love stories. They had serious love stories and not that much laughter. They had their moments, but it was not winning a comedy. Now, why is that? You see, this is how they dehumanize people around the world. Other people are to make movies, but the people that's non white are not allowed to make love stories. And especially you. Why is that? But in the half plenty had to be picked up. It was an independent film picked up by Merrimax. Oh, and that was based plenty. on uh, 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 Babyface and his wife that helped put it out. And it didn't, and it really, and it was not a major national release, so therefore it just it was shelved and down there's some on black stars TV now, but it's really it was it was, it, it never got to the rank of, a, of these uh soul food and all the rest of these these, these things. Key here is this. Um, it's, it's a form of, it's a psychological aspect of warfare and dehumanization. See, if they never see you in a critical love story, and I ain't talking about the comedy, if they don't see you in a, a critical love story, it means in some kind of way that you are inhuman. You see what I'm saying? Because you were never seen in a critical love story, but they got thousands of love white people, and they're the most people incapable of loving. You see what I'm saying? They love you like a chandelier. You see what I'm saying? That's a different kind of love. Their love is, like I told you before, it's based on how you make them feel and not how they feel about you. When I talk about that analysis, there's a difference. You love your children not because they make you feel a certain way. You love it because it just is. I know they ain't shit, big waterhead, baby, or whatever, but still, you're too late. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's your way. What I what, 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 what our love is, that's what I'm trying to tell you about. You got to goddamn break the cycle. The motherfucker ain't shit. Love him any damn way. Well, yeah, well, we get into that if you remember, that's all part of the shit. Yeah. Now look at the science. See, a lot of stuff here, you see, a lot of stuff here is on one name level. They are jugging and knife in. Okay, now, let me show you what's going on here. I'm going to drop some other stuff on you in a few minutes. Now, I'm going to drop some other stuff on you in a few minutes. Now, just bear with me. <coughs> now, you, you, when you love someone, not because how they make you feel. You just love them because of this. You ever just been in love with a motherfucker you don't like? No. That's real love. No. You ever really been in love with somebody that you don't like? No. You're like, I hate your ass, but I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been like that? That's real love. Now, if a person can compromise a little bit, you might be able to have a little thing going. But my point is, is they love, that's the thing about it. They love you, they can like you. Because you, the right person can like you because you made them feel a certain way. They'll say, you are all right. You are not like the rest of your people. I like you. You're not like the 
just kill people. Yeah. You're supposed to go, I am my people, my people are me. Yeah. And I can do something that you like, that means all of them But see, that's because you made them feel a certain way. My majority made them feel a certain way, and he jumped the back. <laughs> But they got plenty of niggas with bald heads, look at my majority every day, and they invited that goddamn dream house. Yeah. Like so now you have to produce something to make them feel a certain way. That's a difference. Uh, that's superficial. Pay their bills. So yeah, at least one of them capable of love. But the point about it is they always show they you your concept of love is based on that on European romance. Mm. We don't know love. Mm. Juice! Thank you. You have it, right? Oh, wow. This is fancy. I'm worried about my strawberry. Wait a minute for strawberries. Just for getting getting done. Okay. The other one? Can I do side by side? Uh, uh, strawberry and Snickers? Strawberry, not Not swirl together. I know, I wait. So some Snickers on one side, and then do strawberry separate. No, not squirrel. Separate. Side by side. No, 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 Sunday. Classic Sunday. Classic Sunday. Okay. Ebony and ivory, not biracial. You got it. You got it. And like I said, this is what I've been saying. Wanted to dovetail that into a greater point. At what point were we the ones that was always at the bottom when and if between, uh, you know, the time that they was in, in in league with the British, we was we was already getting paid off of that. So you're talking about from 1619 to about 1776 and then from 1776 to 1791, they were still under the jurisdiction of the old Moroccan Empire. And it wasn't those Berbers over there that was running the empire. It couldn't have been, because if that's the case, they would be the ones to patrol now. If that was the case, then Prince Mohammed, peace be upon him, would not be a vassal king to to uh, the king of Saudi Arabia. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's really two different types of, of, of Islam. We Moors fall under what the, the, the ultra-Orthodox fundamentalists, Wahhibi and crazy, you know, them type of people, them 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 uh haggerine types we they they don't even use the crescent and the star as a symbol of islam that's not that's heretical to them that's haram to them that's why certain cultures don't do that so ask yourself how is it that we moroccans descendants of moroccans born in america can have a flag again that is moroccan right that uh precedes the place that the flag actually represents. They never explain that. They also never explain in their history books, they're telling us that the Civil War, excuse me, the Revolutionary Wars started amongst the Anglo-Saxons. And we know that that's not true because the Anglo-Saxons didn't own no land over here. Right. Even then. But so from 1619 that. to 1776, they under the under the jurisdiction of the British and we got treaties with the British. And then from from 1776 to 1791, they they pledged fealty to the Emperor of Morocco, right? And we are the so-called subjects of the foreign power, right? Which is a law. Then at what point were we under the whole thing? Because it seems like it would have to be very much after a lot of alliances were destabilized. 
Think about it. You gotta get that book I told you. Slave revolts in behind Brazil. You will see that they say that the revolution started in 1511. Which would make sense Because that was around the time that old Renata started to get split up The Renata over here started to get split up Based upon the invasion of the, 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 the Romans A.K.A. the Spaniards You know what I'm saying? So when we talk about the Revolutionary War and all of that We tend to think of, you know, those Caucasian type soldiers or whatever But then, like I found a lot of imagery Old Moorish cavalry from the Civil War. Well, before I show you that, I'm gonna play this real quick. Okay. This is a Hebrew professor from uh, that place today, over there they call uh, Israel, right? He is, uh, it's, it's funny because his name is Moshe Sharon. Now, a Moshe, is a like Semitic or so-called Jewish word for Moshi or Munchi. And Munchi is another name for teacher. Okay. So peep this, what he say. This is a Jewish dude. Okay. Is the attitude of Islam. There is a question, is the attitude of Islam to history? And in fact, what we find, the basic attitude is that all history is in fact an Islamic history. That means that all the major figures of history basically are Muslims. From Adam down to our own time. So if the Jews, uh, the Christians are demanding something and basing it on uh, the fact that uh, there was a king called Solomon or a king called David or, or um, a prophet called Moses or, or Jesus, then of course what they are doing, that saying something which is not true or in fact they don't know that all these figures were basically Muslim figures. They were in fact, since the creation of the world, there is only one religion, and this is the religion of Islam. So if anybody says, look, there is a place which is connected with, uh, with Solomon, and that's the place where the Temple of Solomon was built, a true Muslim would tell you, yes, absolutely, absolutely right, but don't forget that, that Solomon was a Muslim, and David was a Muslim, and Abraham was a Muslim, and Isaac was a Muslim, and Jesus was a Muslim. This is what I mean by the Islamization of history. And you can understand that through Islamization of history, you've got Islamization of geography. Anywhere which was connected with these people, or with these prophets, which were all Muslims, becomes a Muslim territory. And therefore, uh, when Islam was not in that area before Muhammad came to it, but it, it should have been there, in that area, I mean in the Middle East or other, other parts outside the Middle East, which are now Muslim parts. Any place like this um, had to be um, to be freed, not to be conquered, had to be liberated. 
So it's not a period in history, in the time of Muhammad, or reappeared in history from their point of view, reappeared in history as a liberator. And therefore there is no, no Islamic occupation. If somebody occupied anything, it would be always somebody else, not the Muslims. So there is no Islamic occupation, there is only Islamic liberation. Bizarre. Islam. Y'all heard that, right? Now that's coming from the enemy. You know I'm saying? Time saying with the Motley Fool. I'm in the Faroe Islands. It's a tiny place. Wait. I'm not saying he's an enemy. But personally, you know what I'm saying is this is coming from somebody who's living in an occupied state right now that we call, that they call Israel, that we know the actual Zionist movement started in Harlem amongst the Moorish Zionist Temple of Harlem Jews, as well as the Nubian, the Moorish Nubian Islamic Hebrews, who were part of the, uh, who were part of the conglomeration under what we refer to as the UNIA. The UNIA was a group of different types of organizations that were all, in a sense, Moorish or crypto-Islamic. You know what I'm saying? When we speak of that time, of these times, or what he's talking of, he's speaking again of the fact that they want us to believe that when they got here, that there was nobody here but these wild, renegade, so-called Indians. And so throughout the ages, throughout the years, we've assimilated this lies, the truth, without really getting the historical data to show and prove that, because we can even show in pictures, like I found some of these old pictures of these Civil War so-called soldiers inhabit fighting for Confederacy. How do they explain this? With these. Islam? How come we never see these dudes in the reenactment of the Civil War fights and all of that. Yo, nigga, ain't never see them, do you? Show you better, show you how they always put you in the back. They show you the original American uniform, soldier uniforms, and then the modern joints. <clears throat> now, look how it's positioned. Look how they position the picture, though. Look at how these dudes is all here, and he got the it's the one we know, the Confederate joint, but then and hit him behind the flag. See them? You ever see these uniforms? These are what they call the Zouave, or the Zouave, or the Zouave, which they never really defined. They just lumped under this term that they were French troops. But remember, we're French or Frank in a sense meant free at one time. So these represented all of the ones that were down with the Chikamaga and the Confederacy and all of that that I was talking about that had been fighting from 1511. So how come we don't ever see the ones with the feathers and all that in the reenactments? See what I'm saying? this. This is one 
and use another one. So we bugging. So this, so this was, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do they explain stuff like this when they say there was no Muslims here? And as we heard from the Jew, the Jew was basically saying that everybody is Muslim. He didn't use the term Muslim. Did you notice that? But the Muslim had an ancestry that was connected over here somehow through the Delaware, which we already know, which we already know was connected to us via the so-called Tzadatagi, or Tzalatagi, which they now call, call Cherokee. This on your left is an actual Fez from the period. So why would American Christian soldiers be dressed in turbans and Fezes fighting alongside the Republic? Or against it. Anybody? You know what I'm saying? I didn't see these dudes on Dances with Wolves or Glory, right? All I saw was the slaves, the contraband doing doing the do, right? Okay. So again, just so they know, and this is different colors now. You know, not only was it so called melanated people, but it looked like it was the uh, Caucasians that was fighting to get freed as well under these so-called Moors, Moorish people. Look at the flag that they're flying in the left image. See the green and the red? Make it big. See? What about these dudes with the white things on their heads? With the brim? Like you see in the French Foreign Legion. So how do they explain that? So these guys are Christians, but they're wearing fezes and turbans and, you know, they're in America. Okay, so with that premise, we take the supposition that they lie, which we know, because then we can even go back further to the 1500s and then find Moors in paintings in America I explain that the birth to him is a mandingo because the mandinkas the males was already over here through Abu Bakari, remember in the 13th century when he sent the fleets over. Then look at these guys. Look, this one even got a bit of Lego. Which means it was prevalent back then. But he's standing next to the dude with the red turban. 
And then look, you got the little Mongolian Indian on the side. But this is the family. You know what I'm saying? Islam. Look at this. So we're believe what? If this is has no relevance to us as being so what these people are Indians, that's what you're telling me? Yeah, they're that if you call them that. You know what I'm saying? But that's not necessarily what they would call themselves. Look at this. What's this about? Am I really? I haven't changed. I'm consistent from five years old. No, I don't need that. The whipped cream is called white lightning. Oh no. That's amazing. Yeah, that's good. That's incredible. Make it what you want. <laughs> 30. The total casualties, 711. <laughs> why is that year significant, Morph? Yeah, why? You think that's a coincidence? That these Moors fought with a total enrollment of 1350. 1,350, 100, excuse me, 1,350, right? And they ended up with casualties in the war leading up to 7-Eleven, which happened to be the same year as the Moors, so-called invaded Spain. The 4th Regiment of the Sickles. Now the sickle is what? A crescent, right? Right? Ain't a sickle a crescent? Yes, it is. And... They called them a brigade. Now remember last class we posted about the Iboricum and uh, the Brigantes, who were the ancient uh, Moors who predated Rome. So again, connection. The dates, 1862 to 1865, that's the so-called Civil War. But remember, we know that everything was destabled from the war of what they call 1812, which was really the destabilization that resulted from the New Madrid earthquake. And that all the successive wars from that were recovery wars by which we were already disheveled and now they were gaining ground by trying to extend the jurisdiction of the so-called United States over the greater republic. We can prove this because they had to establish the Organic Act of 1871 to create the citizen of the United States. So a citizen of the USA is somebody that's basically, you know, in the greater continental United States. But what defines that so-called citizen as a national is the Declaration of Proclamation that establishes that they are significantly different or in a different diction than the 10 mile square jurisdiction of the so-called United States. As you see, this took place on the Potomac. What's on the Potomac? Where's the Potomac at? 
Right, that's in D.C. But didn't they tell you that they fought the Civil War in the South? Oops. Oops. See? See how they trip things up? Right, 33rd parallel. Right? That stretch all the way from there to where? Vietnam. Right? Didn't they have to cross the third third parallel in order for them to um, get into Laos and start all of that crap? So, in what, 10, 15 minutes, we done already proven not only was we now we fight the civil war on both sides, but that there really was no civil war, and that, and that this was really the backlash we received um, from recuperating from them trying to extend the jurisdiction illegally. Why is that significant today? That's significant today because we still are going back and forth at what. United States is so we go to their website and we get a definition of that from them United States means a federal corporation an agency department board or other entity of the United States location of the United States the United States is located in the District of Columbia That's what it says, right? That's where the United States is at. Right? I'm not saying this. This is what they're saying. This is where they're saying they're located. The location of a foreign bank, branch, or agency if licensed only in only one state. Therefore, outside of the District of Columbia, the only other United States are locations of foreign a location that is a foreign bank branch or agency that's licensed only in one state so if we're going by the language this is basically saying the only other state outside of dc are banks that are licensed by dc so how can you be a citizen of a bank How can you be a citizen of Washington, D.C. if you live in Omaha? How can you be that? How can you be a citizen of the United States if you live in so-called Florida? Well, you live in your body, but in Florida. So, how do you do that? You do that by creating zip codes and articles that legally belong and tokens and badges and things that belong or are semi-conducted or created by the United States and then licensed to the state that you're in by which creates a tacit consent cohesion contract for you 
to participate unbeknownst to you. Birth certificates, which are legal bank notes. However, to be in receipt of them and not be the beneficial owner or holder would violate the trust that you unbeknownstly gave to them when they set this up without telling your mother. Which is illegal, <laughs> but the mother is listed as the informant, therefore, tacit consent is given. See? Yes. So, when it comes to how they so-called classify, classify our people, you know what I'm saying? Um, they, the proverbial they, have extended the old slave Please mute your um your thing. That's why I said I I gotta keep it muted. It's reverb like that. Um, they created a substrata for people to fall victim to. You know what I'm saying? So there's a guy named Brian Wilkes who's a Cherokee language instructor and he uh, basically began studying original Cherokee and mixed blood Cherokee DNA. Whoa. Basically found that they had a lot of so-called Northern African, i.e. Indigenous American. What? DNA, uh -oh. which again leads, leads to the suggestion or the connection between the Berbers, the so-called Berbers, who had subdivisions, the Berbers, the Baya, the Bambara, the uh, Bema, the Garamant, you know, different types who were over there and then again had connections over here because we established the colonies and stuff over there way back when they was calling us, or we were calling ourselves Carthadids, which translates to Carthagin, Carthagin. you know, or Carthagin. You see what I'm saying? Carthaginian, Carthadid meaning like dark or uh, of Carthage. So when you do the knowledge, they've already broken us up in that, but so they have all of this flipped up because they're using the phenotype of the the Siberian so-called Native American as the uh, how you say the um, the image to go along with this DNA line that they know is the opposite because of the the, the um, recent study that was done that found that, again, Asiatics have the highest potential of any race to uh, break out of their 
specific uh, systems of uh, what we would say human parameters, like how we were able to build and direct the building of pyramids, how we were able to take over these these ancient lands and repurpose them for our needs, how we were able to, you know, how Jack Johnson created the wrench. You understand that the wrench did not exist before Jack Johnson created, and the devil was so upset that he referred to it from that point on as a monkey wrench. You understand? Because Jack Johnson was a, a great inventor, but we only know him as a boxer. But if it wasn't for him, we would still be trying to turn screws with our fingers. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, when people talk about, you know, what they not and they're not Moors and they're not this and they're not that. Like what you gotta do is you gotta let them be that because they are professing. There's a there's a quote in Shakespeare where he says, Me thinks thou doth protest too much. And that's what a lot of that is. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff is hard to swallow. A lot of stuff is so beyond the realm of what we perceive as real or normal that we box ourselves in from entertaining the possibility that what we perceive as normal is actually the opposite of that. Well, when they when the layman speaks of Africa, he's speaking of the, the, the brother said only 2% of all DNA material and research is African, so how can they tell me I'm African, but they can tell me I'm a slave from Virginia, Mississippi? Exactly. Um, they can't, but what they're doing is breaking up the gene pool because it's more of us than them. So the them used to be based upon nationality, and then that got mixed up when they forced us to, to interbreed with, with everybody else. And then the, the products of that became the generations that they gave this group this group to. You understand? So if, like I said, Jesse Williams is getting awards and stuff like that for speaking up for black rights and Kaepernick is and whatever, that can only happen because people like Fred Hampton and the, let's say, people who are more phenotypically speaking for the people they represent are taken out. So that way the, the people who have skin in the game on both sides can always come up. You know what I'm saying? So it's easier for somebody like J. Cole to to do what he does and say what he say, you know what I'm saying, uh, than uh, Sister Soldier for the most part because Sister Soldier is all black. Coming from a totally black so-called mind state, whereas J. Cole has to factor in that he has a Caucasian mother, you know what I'm saying, because that's his mother. And in that, he has to then bridge that whole thing that is is somewhat contrary to the, the environment that he's in, because most of the people that he's around or grew up with had, you know, black on black uh, parents, you know what I'm saying, in order for him to be able to, to articulate uh, the struggle the way that he does. You know what I'm saying? You would have to be around that. But again, 
his circumstance was different than the majority of other so-called black and black just because his Caucasian mother was white. And then when we look at the, the demographic type in terms of people who make it, right, who are marketed to make it, the Alicia Keys, the, the Jordan Sparks. He's the, telling it the, all. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyone who never got white mom. You know what I'm saying? They seem to come up to have a marriage. You see what I'm saying? They all seem to have a certain phenotype, a certain archetype, and a certain engender to be a certain way. That is all part of the so-called uh, reading program that they instituted from these times by breaking us up into different sections, such as uh, on the left, you see, we have the so-called Asiatic or Mongolian race, a drop of yellow color, their hair black, straight, rather thin, uh, heads almost square, wide mouths, high cheekbones, small flat noses, flat foreheads, small eyes, right? But you see he's dark. Then we have the American, right? American race found only in America is of a deep copper color, straight black hair, high cheekbones, eyes black, uh, sunken, large faces, blah, 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 body, bone, the African or Negro race. They have jet black skin, low, <laughs> narrow foreheads, uh, black, see, this is where colors come in. Black, woolly hair, thick lips, and long heads. You see? So, at one point, all so-called people does not are match part the of indigenous the same American global imperial structure. Because we're copper colored. Based upon what we call colonialization, which was really the destabilization of the empire by proxy. We get the result of what became countries, nations, and states. Uh, the brothers uh, sent me this uh, from Black Oppressors. And the Moors and our British Indians, right? These are the Moors, these are the Narragansetts, the Delawares, you know, all of these Moors in America. Uh, are also remembered as Moors. Therefore, Gross is virtually telling us that large companies of Moors or black people roamed up and down the country rather more than a hundred years ago, taking very considerable, hundred years before the colonial period, uh, taking very considerable contributions, which means that the groundwork of everything that we got was based on this, these periods that we was here throughout the century from the farming classes and others besides being possessed of many fierce and aggressive qualities and these moors at that quite recent period had not relinquished the custom that distinguished those black people against whom caesar fought uh -huh. now didn't i say in the last class we Break talked about the brigante people and the boricums and how the moors we shut rome down then dash, you know, when they put the dash in, they leaving it, they leaving a lot out. Caesar fought. Those 18th century Moors were also painted people. The distinguishing war paint of the 18th century Moors of Galloway, as we have seen in the blood red color. Now think about that, Moors. We just we just saw that in this.
So you know what? Uh, let me taste chocolate. Hey, just give me a taste. You got nothing to do. Is the strawberry ready? Everybody's in a business. Especially you, ooh, ooh, you, ooh. Especially you, you. What that be? Oh, I want uh, pecans, please. Oh, no, no, no. What's the one in front of it? The, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I like. That's what I like right there. <laughs> so when the dad black folks ain't got no money, he can't look. It's science to it. Love the person. I'm not talking about a person that is abusive to you. I'm not talking about a super saiyan. I'm not talking about compromise. I'm not talking about a person that's abusive to you. It's going, it's going verbally abuse you. That's that's sometimes that's worse than a nigga hitting you in the head. Thank you. Verbally abuse you. I'm not talking about a person that feels inferior to you. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just talking about a brother that's a little bust up raggedy because he ain't got no money. Songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that was in love. 
Hell, we we invented it. You understand what I'm saying? Why is it on some of these white things when they do these love stories? They play black songs. Yeah, how many times have I heard Marvin Gaye? Let's get it on. On some of these white shows. You understand what I'm saying? But my point of what I'm trying to tell you here is there's some science behind it. You can dehumanize the people when you don't show them having several human functions. You know that they say that they didn't even think black people was human until Huckleberry Finn. They had a special old guy on Mark Twain, who they said was that was probably a nigga. Because they said, you see his earlier pictures, he was one of them damn croitans, as they call them in South Carolina. This nigga had dark features. See what I'm saying? They, they said they even had Dick Gregory on the special. They said the white people still thought we were inhuman until a Huckleberry Finn. Which one was the first one? Thomas Sawyer, or Huckleberry Finn? What was his first one? Thomas Sawyer was the first one. Huckleberry Finn. When they said, didn't they say, when, when, when the slave used to go off and cry because he was crying for his children, that they had sold off in slavery and stuff. And, 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 Tom, and, Tom, and Huckleberry Finn said, damn, he cries too. Like my, uh, other people I know cry this time, children. They said they didn't even know black people was even human until Mark Twain wrote Huckleberry Finn. And that was in this fucking century, or uh, late last century. I mean, in, in the late, I think the, uh, Tom Sawyer was uh, late 18th century. I think Huckleberry Finn was early 19th century. They didn't even think he was even human until goddamn they got him in the literature. See what I'm saying? So right now they're doing the same shit. And they don't, I'm going to show you another thing, shall we? Look, show you another science. You got cable, click them things, and you see. Cinemax and them at night, they had these little, little sex shows come on. <laughs> Always be white bodies. They wouldn't even show you even in there. Because they're not like porn on that. Deep penetration porn on that. Just, you know, hi, how you doing? You know, brother. They got to have a little plot. Meet some bad acting and stuff, but it's still it's a little plot and shit. You know, always somebody sleeping or something, you know, whatever. How are you doing? You know, it's always bad, but it's a little plot to go on in this little thing. You be like, oh, that's all we don't know. Girl, they nasty show. Why they don't ever show black people in there? You know, they got the little bulls out. It ain't no penetration. It's sex. Why they don't show black people in there? See, they don't even show you in them things. See, I'm quite sure if they had some old black ones like that. Black people are watching that, white people are watching. See where I'm coming from? Why they don't show them? Why they don't show them? That's because they're dehumanized. Let me show them another thing also. See, we live in a very critical and serious society. Uh, they didn't used to even show um They say when you go around the world, the Africans on the continent, in the Caribbean, and on the continent, and all over the different world. If you was to go to Australia, be the Aborigine, or you go around what you call it at all, they would probably look at you, and you probably wouldn't get a date, but you'd be on a little size heavier, you would get all the damn, you would get all the charges. Because their mind is not fucked up on an archetype. You see what I'm saying? They say, you go to goddamn Africa, you probably be hot shit. Shoot, shoot, you be You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you be hot and heavy in two days. Be kitchen niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because they're not, it's not me 
on the on the archetype, then it got to be one prototype of one. You see what I'm saying? You be hot shit. <laughs> the Caribbean, on the continent, in any other damn place. You be hot shit, you will have no problem. You see what I'm saying? And uh, the reason why they know that stuff, they say for eating, because they got over, they have overkill. In the 90s, they start coming out with white magazines called Plumbers, Voluptuous, and these heavy set magazines with heavy set. Women in them, and they can't keep them on the damn loose things. But my man, what I'm trying to say, you, you, you're dealing with a real mind-controlled country. You see what I'm saying? Now I'll drop something else on you here. Now y'all watch this here. This is some important, important stuff here. Now, in order for you to hear this, you've got to know the science. Because our mind cannot pick apart conspiracies. They had a guy that wrote a book on Ahmadiyya Muhammad, St. Martin's Press in 1997. And they said, what's the difference between him and Farrakhan? They said, well, Ahmadiyya Muhammad didn't separate his white folks. He called them all a devil and he didn't single out on Jews. And I thought all that too. I said, man, you know, I can't tell a damn Jew from a damn Italian from no other white folks. It's all white folks to me. Oh, shit, I ain't that damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mother of South Carolina. A cracker is a cracker. Oh, my God. So crazy. You know what I'm saying? I ain't that sophisticated to see no hook nose, bagel nose, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe if I was from New York and had all the mountain groups, I'd have to say that's a Jew. And now I'm trying to tell that's a Jew right there and all. But I mean, I mean, you know, the whites is whites to me. I just don't be, you know, I don't discriminate against. You know, my white folks, they all the same to me. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to drop this on you so you can understand some science. Because it's going back to the same thing. He said that, and I often said the same thing. Number one. Why do you sing a lot of Jews when <laughs> all white people can have the same thing to me? You know what I'm saying? Why does it got to be one certain brand of white people? Now, the, 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 the mission to this story is a white people must be laughing it's at me. back off of what I said earlier about there are some people that want to take the place of being the dog on suffering people on the planet. Now, you got to understand this particular information and stuff. You know, you know, got to understand what's really going on here. Um, I've been often wondering why he was so held in on the Jews, and I'm like, damn, huh? I said, um, I'm trying, I'm seeing if you're trying to educate somebody on these particular people. And we do realize, I realize on a sophisticated level, there are some people that are, that are systematically trying to conspire against us in a secret society. But I'm still trying to figure out this, and I, and I try to understand this. Now, what I'm trying to say is this. Farrakhan um, stood up and called the Jews a gutter religion in 1984. We didn't even know who Farrakhan was nationally until they showed him on TV. You didn't hear what we talk about here. Try to understand the science. I'm going to try to break it down. We didn't know. He called the Jews a gutter religion. Right? When we heard of Farrakhan nationwide, 
Because I heard I was in Columbia, South Carolina. This is crazy. This is so crazy, I can't even. Of Jewish religion of other religion. Black people were the original Hebrews. I can't. Oh, no. I they can't. didn't start up until the mid-90s. Farrakhan was doing shit that they was doing now. He was doing it in the damn mid-80s and the early 90s. You understand what I'm coming from here? I'm trying to show you the science. How is it that the only person that they can carry the news can damn report is Farrakhan, and yet we got black leaders to this day that's out here now, and they don't even know who know about it. I know for the fact that I'm a black speaker. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not a household name. I'm not a household name, but a lot of people are. Now you are. I've been conscious people, been conscious for years, just knowing who I am. Because this, my point here is if you don't, if, if, if you are not televised, you don't exist in America. Okay. Now, I often thought about that. Then, remember he was saying in, 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 in one of his tapes that he didn't sell out that there was a room full of money. And, but it, and he didn't sell out. He didn't take the money. But this is the key. Now, I'm in Charlotte. I'm getting ready to go speak about how there's a secret society that's jealous of us because they know we're the real thing. I'm in Charlotte. I wake up, and that's how the spirit does things. I wake up, and I look on this brother that had me come speak in Charlotte. I look on his shelf, and he got two books on anti-Semitism. I take the book out. The first book I open up, they talk about anti-Semitism in the black community based on black leaders. What? And you got to understand dates and times. Does it exist? That's how I'm able to analyze stuff because I never, I, my mind goes on, I know, I, I can tell you what songs come out in 1975. What TV show was on in 1975? I always know if I always chronicle the year, I never go wrong. I started doing that when I was 10. And it ended up working for me when I got into consciousness. So I, I put, pick, open up a book from 1974. It was from an anti Semitism in the black race, anti Semitism in black leadership. Now I know my people. First of all, we can't spell anti-Semite. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> now, come on now. Let's go time travel back to 1974. Now, one thing about our people, I learn about our people, I know this about our people, and I know this about our people. Our people are not racist and never were racist and never will be to this day, I done made two tapes on the human artificial on the white man being the devil, and another tape called Immigrant Humans by the White Man Being Artificial. And to this day, to this dog on the day, I don't hate white people. It's not in my biological makeup. Only reason why we hate Negroes is because we are trained to. Black people don't hate nobody but other black people. <laughs> and that's because we have been trained to. That's a socialization based on in, uh, mental illness. Now, try, y'all just try to understand where I'm coming from here. There ain't no black anti-Semites now, 2002. Now, how the hell are Jews going to write a book 
on black anti-Semitism in the black race in 1974. Now, I'm not crazy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? To keep us from knowing that we we the originals. You see what I'm saying? Now, I don't know what a nigga is. I know what a cracker is no good. And I don't want people to against me, but I don't separate my crackers. <laughs> I know my banjos and I know my crackers. <laughs> That's the best one. Now, I'm trying to say this. I know my watermelons and I know my niggas. We are not racist for them to print that in the book. Trying to show you the science on what's going on here. That means if they are to take the stage as the suffering original people, Bush that's no debate. We in the damn jumps to this day. Once we ain't got to worry about who's suffering. That's who's on top and who's not. That's in the debate. Gentlemen, now listen to me. If they don't take the world stage as the suffering people, in the spiritual world, you gotta identify what the enemy is. And they gotta take the stage. But what, but what is that telling you? That's telling them there's something spiritual in this. But that's telling you that they understand that the one that's gonna rise up has got to be the one on the bottom. Just like the Bible said, Paul man is gonna overcome the master. That's what the Bible says. I'm gonna take the last and make it first, and the first and make it last. You see what I'm saying? The mixture of inherited earth. Even if you are arrogant, you live in a humble position because you are not a ruling power. So you are humble people. Even if you're up in that crack shit thinking you are all right, because you got on a pair of leather shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even if you're in the illusion of inclusion. <laughs>
Times News. Yeah, assalamu alaikum. I thought they said Farrakhan was I don't know. I didn't know who knew he had his own newspaper. He didn't charge you for this? No, he gave it to me free. Well, it cost $2. Yeah, well, I'm the kind of person they probably want to reach. You're charming. Yeah. Can't help it. You see what I'm saying? So somebody pull. That's just plain old right ass shit. Or, like I say, uh, uh, plenty of people get inebriated. Plenty of people just get plain old wrong. You know what I'm saying? So the point I'm trying to make here is going back. Black people are not racist. Never were. Never will be. Even if you get mad at the white, or you don't like, it's impossible. Because otherwise, if you hate. about two, three weeks ago. They can inject them with this thing and it shoots out the melanin 
It's, it's not the same melanin that's in your body, because once you extract it from the body, it changes all the other. But it shoots out this melatonin uh, in their body. It's like it, 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 it injects it all, uh, artificially. But they got that stuff. But here is an article here talking about a long way home. Chicago, now look at this now. Chicago is raising its crime-infested challenges to resettle the poor. But prejudice, but prejudice and a tight rental market are hampering the deep plans. So first of all, this this is what they're telling us. First of all, they closed all like down all the projects between 1995 and 1995 to 2000. So if they're resettling the people, what happened to the ones prior to this article? on August the 5th, 2000. You see, you got to understand the science here. So they didn't get rid of who they were in this country if they give you the reason. So somebody will read this article and then when you ask them the question, where are the people in the projects? They'll go, oh, they resettle Well, how do you know? Well, I got an article out of Time Magazine. So this is justification for what they did when they secretively cleaned the people out of the projects and got rid of them. About a thousand across the country. In the 90s. Now the only thing they got to do is come out with the story and give you the explanation. These people have been talking. If anybody been to Chicago and saw these things, my anybody been out from Chicago, I want to ask you a question. What happened to the people prior to them August the 5th? Where the hell did they go? Some people say, no, I know some families have been relocated. That's the trick. They can relocate a hundred of them. And that's all they got to do. They can get rid of the rest of the Because they only relocate the hundred, and that's the only justification you need. Your mind is not capable of perceiving genocide that is on a conspiratorial level. You, what they call it, the insidious side. You are, we're not sophisticated enough to understand the insidious side, which means what? Conspiratorial. You only, it has to be outright for you, which is always too late. You see what I'm saying? So they got this particular science. You see, they got this particular science. Moving right along. How about making it real food? That's not possible in this reality. Pieces of dead animal all laying around. I don't know how people do it. Would you like another piece of somebody deteriorated behind on his mayonnaise on your sandwich? You're a big tipper. You tipped the heck out of that guy. I mean, I saved the extra quarter from Sam a lot. But you took it. I ain't got to worry about nobody stealing it. That's a good thing. That's horrible. I never saw it. How about that? Somebody cooked some food for you. No, I don't think I can eat that. Why? Because I can see. It's terrible. And her aunt, Nikki's sister, was there cussing her out. 
Oh, is that who was that one? I thought it was a friend. Oh my God. Then I heard it door close today. Then I thought it was a van closed upstairs. Oh. I looked out the window. It was Nikki's sister. She must have been the one cussing at Courtney. Now, when he gave it to me, there was pieces of chocolate in it. If you don't like it, take it back. Well, there's no chocolate bits in here. In the sample, there was chocolate bits. I've been knowing that only for a long time. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to go back in there fussing out no <laughs> but that baby, that car we drive around in. New music from George Fields. I was one shop, so I didn't take <laughs> Then you walk all over the store to get that shit. On 88.3 FM, WBGO Newark, where it's time for a look at the news with Alexander Hill. Thank you, Corey, and uh, good. Wow. We are going in with Bobby Hammett. He's probably going to make us laugh. White people, take it with a grain of salt. He loves all people. He's not racist. He's a comedian in a way. Uh, anyway, it's entertainment. Okay, here we go with Bobby Hammett. Uh, <laughs> <he's, laughs> this is the continuation of the, uh, the section on, on love. Love advice. Here we go. Oh no. The decree or whatever. You know, you have the right to have sex. The cop is saying that. Is that all right? under the influence of the king. That's what the word fuck means. Oh, God. Fire. Fire. Teacher was fire. Yeah. Shayola was a mother figure. A great mother figure, and the other one was like a nurse. But they all had as nurses, but together. Schumler was a uh, Schumler was a warrior, and Uncle Boo had an army of ten thousand. And uh, then they have um um uh, Locayo, and these interesting because now because all of a sudden these they, these uh these these interesting start popping up as humans. Like the sister Locayo, I said I don't even know exactly what Locayo does, but the sister the sister Olivia. Uh, came and and Locayo is with her, and uh, is with her. So we talk about these things started coming up with certain in in, in certain humans, and so I got this entity. This other entity we did a uh, did a did a, uh, a, a ritual treatment on. We'll go into a few minutes and stuff. Very key. We I'm taking this shit in, in the rack. It's all based on this. Don't go into the science. I'm telling you, look. Uh, we was we was grasping at straws, and like I said, we were we were in the application. I'm telling you, this shit done paid off. Mm. I'm telling you, it's some powerful stuff. Anytime a nigga out there get struck by lightning, and have to think about getting struck, yeah. and have to call on the telephone to find out he got struck by lightning, this shit is on. So I'm talking spiritual stuff. It's one thing to talk about spiritual stuff, and then when we start going through it, we don't believe the shit. That's what time is. You see what I'm saying? That's what time is. Come to find what's that? The three, you said the, uh, that the mature clear in It'll clear the water. Do you drink it? No, no, no. You drink it when the motherfucker's alcohol. Okay. 
Don't even look at all. No. Look, it's simple. You have to spit those entities. When you in Europe and all those different things, they spit the alcohol to the gods. Isn't mm-hmm. I've been in the Lord of year gods? You see what I'm saying? Don't drink, don't spit nothing to them, and you don't spit it, and you don't drink it yourself. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, you know, yeah. You see, I'm not, you know, so some people, ah, I, I, I don't even drink alcohol. Like that's such, such a big deal. <laughs> I don't, I don't take no kind of alcohol. So who gives it now? <laughs> like that's so virtuous. Who cares? <laughs> that's the only reason why you saying you find that because somebody don't taught you that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Y'all take a drink. So what? <laughs> Big deal. Did, did the sun down not come out? Because you didn't take a damn drink. <laughs> Where are these things coming from? You must now break the pattern and declare yourself God. It's the only way you're going to do this thing. You have to declare yourself God, but you can't be acting like a human under human laws. That's what we got to do.
Now you might think that's insane or whatever type thing, but when you fight the war, you gotta fucking improvise. Just like we used to improvise out of sleep. Now all of a sudden, you don't want to help us. I think she's not as... They know they went right on that far, though. Daddy! Did you see they didn't go in and get nothing? Well, I don't know if they were in the upper... The Department of Justice informed the House Oversight Committee today that President Donald Trump has asserted executive privilege over materials related to the addition of a... Now, come on, now, listen. You're talking to me. I'm not gonna steal you wrong on the spiritual shit. I say things for the simple fact is you already paying me enough motherfucking money for me to tell you all what y'all wanna hear. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling the truth. This is what y'all don't know. See, cause see, the rent man gonna call next week. He's gonna have the rest of my month. I'm gonna tell him I ain't got it. Because I got to pay that another nigga that I borrowed the money from <laughs> for two weeks before I paid him his $500. I gave him a check for forehead. So I gotta pay back another brother that's got his hand out. And I said, who? I'm gonna pay the brother back who gave me the money willingly. So my point here is this I'm, I'm telling you, it's spiritual. I'm, I'm not making enough money to sit up here and tell you some shit like Crep Low Dollar and what you want. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is this here. I'm not trying to tell you whatever. I'm trying to say you got no good nigga. <laughs> if it's a financial thing, humble yourself because that's the way the white man got it set up and you all are losing the game because y'all just don't figure it out yet. And you can have all the support groups and sit around and talk about how niggas ain't shit. <laughs> but you don't understand. They ain't coming. <laughs> Lower your standards. <laughs> See what I'm saying? These are nothing but the same children you done had. Your mama and them done had. Your brothers and all that. All of a sudden, there's some new niggas running off, right? You Now, the reason why I'm saying you get the one over the nigga now is because you ain't got a thousand years down here. 
See what I'm saying? It's messed up in the story. Uh, black, let me give you some other things. Black, you got you got whales beaching all over the place. That's what you know. They got whales that stand coming up and dying on the shores. You see what I'm saying? You got mothers killing their own children. That's spiritual stuff that's going on. Those are signs. You see what I'm saying? Those are signs of what time it is. You now, you know you got to show you another thing too. And let you know that it's real serious times we in in the aspect is. You also have children missing. You need all these people. Most of them are females. And no matter if they're black or white. In the book of the law, it says sacrifice a small child, but not now. Whatever the deal is, these particular white people are doing rituals. And they're sacrificing church. It's a twofold thing that they're doing. But they're also doing rituals. Uh, um, and uh, these particular rituals are, they're doing them for some type of reason because they are scared. They're running scared. They know that there's something getting ready to happen. And there's another issue that's going to work. Let me tell you, I'm telling you, we own it. We own it. Just bear with me so we can get to this thing. And we, we really took you some gas now. This is some good news. This is some damn good news. You see, now, uh, but they, they, all these children missing those some rituals that's going on. Also, they are saying, they got these children missing, and the first thing they say, you know, they had some little girl from Chicago that was missing. Uh, back here in uh, in Chicago, was missing back here in uh, this past Christmas. You know, some girl or whatever. And soon as they said, well, they said, well, listen, if you uh, if you all would let us put the chip in them, there's a you know, computer chip that's been playing around. If you let us put the chip in, we gonna have them back in a damn hour. They wanted to put the North Star system up in your children. It's a low jack. <laughs> the key here is that is the push for the national ID card or the uh that chip thing. And that's the reason why I was trying to get people all paranoid. So just watch out for that type of thing that's going on. Because they're already under martial law for something like you got that homeland security thing over there. They already took over the airports. That shit is federal. I mean, I went through from Charlotte the other week. I went through, I came through fine, but the but uh, they started the day when I was going back, and they, this bag got a broken piece of, got a broken piece of metal up in, in it. The old bag and got a broken piece of metal. They detected that shit. They shut down everything. They found a broken piece of metal in my bag. That's how, you know, how much they got this thing on the ball with this homeland security thing. So my point here is, is you already under martial law. That's simple fact. Um, they passed those bills. The bill be a stick. They give you the front page. But again, that's and that's see, and the reason why I was saying also too is the power to assemble, the freedom to assemble. That's already been eradicated. That's in that damn chip. It's just that they haven't felt threatened enough to tell you that in actuality it's already against the law for you to be me. It's against the law. Uh, what's that? Well, it, it happened in the South Pole. They were meeting about some water, and they uh, came and shut them down so they couldn't meet. You can't meet? Uh -huh. You see what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, last year, right after they passed the bill, some guys were just standing around talking. And the police just went up and said, Y'all can't assemble. 
So the only reason why they haven't pushed it yet is because they haven't felt threatened enough. But right now, it's against the law for us to leave. But you know what? That's really unconstitutional. You don't understand what kind of takes. The Constitution, the Constitution was suspended for the fact you let these assholes sign in the bill. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be continued in the next episode of Black News. All right? Okay, because that's a whole nother thing, martial law. That whole martial law is something else. We're not under the Constitution. Kyla Powers Radio. I should have went in there when you came out. You should have. Why did you get to the house? It was always cleaning up for me. I'm going to be That's always good. I sure didn't know why mm-hmm. that... Why that watermelon was so butt nasty yesterday. I should have known it was your watermelon. That wasn't yesterday. Wasn't it yesterday? Nope. And it wasn't nasty either. It wasn't good. Daddy, I, watch out. I figured you wasn't going to eat it. That's why I, I didn't eat it. It was in my bag for two days. No wonder it was there. No, it wasn't in your bag for two days. They brought it to us at the place. Where Kevin was. It wasn't in your bag for no two days. Where you get just like Coastal. Where you went and you said you like the lady preacher. They oh. bought out watermelon. And if you have something in your bag for two days, oh. I don't know where the hell you got that at. <laughs> I just went down, took it off poor little Courtney. Oh no. They were also painted. See? And people in Braveheart that painted themselves blue. That blue paint comes from Georgia. The red clay in Georgia used to be imported. Get the book Ancient African Presence in Early America. Somewhere in the hundreds. They talk about how the red clay in Georgia that the Amasis had been dealing with from ancient times been imported uh, down to Peru and Mexico and places. And then that, they was using it as an ochre to coat the insides of the, uh, the temples and stuff to make a cooler as well as uh, war paint and decorative and stuff like that. Because they was able to turn the blue paint, the blue clay red, like this blue and this was for a noose right here. And um, that's a fact, just like the, the Yamasi women in Georgia would eat the clay when they were pregnant <clears throat> to help with the gestation of the baby. This is where the copper color would come out. The same way the, the women in, in what we call Egypt over there in the continent would ingest saffron and take saffron baths and all that. Is why they would be so red with the ochre red. That was the that was them imitating the copper color of their ancestors, the people, their progenitors, the people that was on this side of the world. 
That's why towards the end they all came back over here. <clears throat> Teach. You know what I'm saying? It's sacred. <clears throat> you can't get it off. It, it, it's, it's, once it's on you, that's it. That whole trade that we're talking about was conducted again through the ancient trade routes that had existed here from time immemorial because that's what we always done. <clears throat> but again, we always look at it from a perspective of getting on boats and, and going over something. We, that's not what is happening. At one point, you could literally walk. You could get on camels and walk. That's why when you look up look up the, the, the uh, history of the crypto zoography uh, of America. And you'll find out that lions and elephants and all that stuff was over here. <clears throat> That's what hunting and, and Teddy Roosevelt, Rough Riders, and all of them was about. The Buffalo Soda was about. It was about killing everything that made this place the ancient paradise that it was. Oh. Where was they getting oranges at in Baghdad? Tell me that. But we had no connection. There was, there was no exactly. Where was they getting pumpkins at in China? Huh. Why is there a, a a bigger statue of Ramses in Shenzhen, China, right now than it is in so-called Egypt? Huh. You better tell the story. Oh, and a correction on uh, a DVD I did, brother pointed it out, <clears throat> and I talked about Genghis, Timogen, and the, the the order of the horde or the sons of what became the sons of the horde was the Attila, horde, Shira, and then um, really it was Vercingetorix, but they wouldn't say that because he was more uh, Latin speaking, but he gave Rome hell. Towards the end, and uh, he was he was uh, that. But really, I would say uh, Attila, then Timur, then Genghis, then Uglai. Genghis being Timurian, and then Uglai, and then um, what's his name? Because after that, they started to decline. So, but yeah, I want to correct that. And they weren't necessarily, they claimed, see the thing is the descent back then, the way that the Tartarans did it, is the descent was really based on who could prove you wrong. So if there was nobody alive to contest your descent line, then that's what it was. So a lot of times these wild niggas was, was killing, killing off other niggas' family members so nobody could come out and say that they wasn't related to them. Like this is how crazy it got towards the end. But again, you're dealing with uh, uh, Moors that grew up in the steppes. Nicole, who descended from the ones who was basically left behind from the times of the giants. And they got shut down and was putting them in the caves and all of that. <clears throat> so this is, uh, again, 
Okay, no further centimeters from the actual library. So we back on both sides where it actually says the territorial limits are marked in configuration of this continent by the almighty hand, the plate, the Arkansas, the red, the Mississippi rivers without continue to break through the rainstorms and the vast uh, terrestrial region of cotton, sugar, lead, mighty people, which have a few years kept the peace in itself, the marvelous development. Talking about all the stuff we built. This is all the shit we done built, which I'll show you in a minute. Those rivers are naturally our waters with their uh, arbitraries that the Bay of Mexico, the stupendous deserts that lay with the Nusus and the Bravo rivers are the natural boundaries between the Anglo-Saxon and the Mauritanian races. There ends the Valley of the West. There Mexico begins, thence beyond the Bravo begin the Moorish people and their Indian associates to Look, whom Mexico properly belongs. Boom. So that's it. Then we can, that makes this map make more sense. See what I'm saying? Then when you look at it in conjunction again with this map, where we see Granada, Hispaniola, which is Spain and Haiti on mainland America during the time of the uh, fall. 92 and 1551. Islam, yes, more use that. Follow through with that because that's your inheritance. It was given to him because it was his. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> See, the word slave is what's used to throw everything off, too. But you got to remember, words is what they flipped on you. You can never be a slave because you are not from Slovenia. You are not Slovakian. You do not have Bosnian, Herzegovinian ancestry. You are not descended from the ancient Circassians, who were the so-called global slave race that was used to to do the bidding of these Moors in the places that we call Pax Romana, which became uh, Europa. You can't see it here, but this right here on this map, this, this right here says the Red Sea. So if the Red Sea was here, and this is what was crossed, you see? It gives you a different perspective of where we actually are. And I don't care what any Berber across the water say about the Moors, ancient Spain, and all that. If it was, if it was, if they were really these those Moors that they talking about, then they would be able to petition Spain to to take control of the Alhambra. They can't do that. <laughs> Understand? They can't do that because it don't belong to them. 
and and they already tried. Look it up. The Vatican tried. Spain, uh, uh, Morocco tried. Um, nobody can because it's not them. It's us. That was that place was modeled after this place. That's why they all came here. That's the case. Then how come all of the, the the stuff that they did after that? How come they didn't go to Africa and enslave everybody? And if that's the case, and that's what the Africans say they did, then how come you never heard a story of Africans coming in their culture talking about their family members that were taken? Have you ever read a book or heard a story like that? In all of the slave story, in all of the slave uh, narratives that's out, you've never heard a story of, yo, there's a revenge, there's this ill movie, this ill book about this guy who decided to go back and find his his uh, people who got taken from Africa. They <laughs> never heard of that. Never heard of that story. And that's a problem. If that means then the story is only one sided. What what story you know in the history of stories is only got one side to it. The only story of one side to it is a lie. <laughs> At least you know that's what I was told. But you know. on your screen you can see like I said on one side of the big up to whoever uh, made this me um, on one side of the United States just like so-called Africa you got 30% and then on the other side you got 70% Egypt same thing over here with the Mississippi and the rest of the country and then when you apply the exotic map of the United States to that logic, then you can see how they could be talking about Egypt and stuff like that. And they could really be talking about right about here. They could be talking about the Netherlands. They could be talking about Memphis, Egypt. And you think they're talking about there and they're talking about here. Because everything is switched up. Look at the Dunn Bradstreet list on one of the tapes that I put up before this. You're going to see. Nevada's in, incorporated in, you know, uh, New York. New York is incorporated in, in, uh, you know, California. California is incorporated in Florida. Florida is incorporated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's one big hustle. So when you look at the black strain in the Spaniards, there's a very large percentage of Negro blood in the Spanish people. The Spaniards then carry the black strain farther into Europe, into France, and form the Netherlands. That means all of those places you talk about, which then backs up what Benjamin Franklin said, all of that was Moors. All of those people were Moors. All of those people were, black. were Asiatic. And they became white at a certain time. So much so that the Caucasian, after he got in, he started putting transvestite people to be the queen of that. Look look at the barbary joint that I did. Because these people think I'll be bugging when I be saying like these people be the opposite genders, you know. Like this is a this is a cultural thing for them. You we may not understand why, but this is why it's becoming so prevalent because this is how they're able to function.
and promote their agenda to make it more normal for them. Because this has nothing to do with even the things we think. Masonry, like all of that's the window dressing. The real thing is the bloodline, how they're able to just manipulate and keep control of the land. Portugal is the first example of a Negrito Republic in Europe. The Portuguese runs deep current of Negro blood, and there the Negro has often risen from the caste of nobility. The Romans brought the Negro troops to the Rhine and over the Danube. See? So again, they're using the term Negro, but flip that for more and you understand that this is what's going on. But they all, but part of the reconstruction of history was to give you back your history or something else. Like that movie, World Trade Center, fans. You ever see that movie with Nicolas Cage, World Trade Center? About, about when they blew up their building. Okay. How many of y'all knew that the lead character that he's playing actually in real life was an Asiatic man? Was a, was a black man? How many of y'all knew that? <laughs> and they do that all the time. They do it more than you think. So why wouldn't they do that with, with ancient Europe stuff? When they tell you that they was living like peasants, they show you they living in mud huts. Where was they getting the velvet from? Where was they getting all of that in the dark ages? Where was they where was they getting all this stuff from? Where was they getting velvet? Where, where was the where was where the royal court getting oranges, like I said, and all this stuff from? Where did you get it? Because they were sending their children, these moors were sending their children to other moors to get proper education. <laughs> Show that and other tapes. You know? Yet when you say that this is your land and you was here before everybody, they, they start bringing up all this slave stuff. It's like when they start bringing up stuff like, for instance, we just went through uh, this island yet, Bless the Dead. One of the last great ones who was against the white man, but he was not a racist because there was Polish people that was sent by Napoleon as a cavalry to fight for him and when they got over here and see what was going on they, they switched sides Napoleon, right now I'm Napoleon with them. and the Poles wow even Poland at that time uh, uh, was run Does by anybody more does anybody make that connection? who were getting pushed out Napoleon and the Polish nobody don't put that together. I'm saying but the Salonye was about I and the flag that he had was black and red and he was harsh and he was really about it and so they got scared and started pumping the Christianity heavy and then basically again he wanted to be more French and he used the so-called mulatto class see to push this agenda but he was established. He was establishing the, the Haitian Empire, the Haitian Empire. You understand? That's why Napoleon was so thing with him. But even when we get to him, it's showing us this white dude, where everything else is saying the opposite. The Corsican flag. 
the Hebrew mall on it. This is the actual hat that he wore. This is the hat. And then this is the hat Did on the portrait. But in the picture that this come from, they say that this is oh, Toussaint. Goodness, they Toussaint the story in the fashion. Oh, God. Oh, God. My brother, that's the same hat. This using our identity in the fashion. They were talking about us. Remember, oh. this is the flag of Corsica, which means that the people who established Corsica. He was black. This was the flag that they Napoleon stabbed. So why would Caucasian people yeah. put a black moss head on a flag? This is the actual hat that was in auction, as it is under glass. This is the Admiral. What makes more sense? And remember, this is the one, Napoleon is the one that allegedly sold Louisiana, which oh. he didn't have the rights, to who? Jefferson. And what was in Louisiana at the time that they sold all of that? Well, let's see. <laughs> let's see. They had what they refer to as the exposition. This is after, now the exposition, now all of this takes place during what they call the Victorian era. Watch the movie. I just saw this last time with the Queen. This movie called Victor, Victoria, and Abdul. And watch this movie about how this, how Victoria, who again, they're not talking about the other side of that, her half brother, the Asiatic dude, the from the Tolano family. They left that part of the story out. But in this part of the story, this Pakistani mall winds up meeting her. And they, uh, she becomes enamored with him because he's so educated. And the first thing he do is start teaching her Urdu. Uh, Urdu. Urdu. And Many well, first Indians he starts teaching Urdu. her Hindi, and then she's like, "Well, he's like, nah, nah, you're a queen." He says, "So you gotta uh, learn Urdu first." And she was like, "Well, why is that?" He said, "Because that's the Moors. This is what the Moors brought." He said, "This is the most noble <laughs> language," and he starts teaching her. And then, yeah, it's called Victoria and Abdul. Oh. And through the whole movie, she start going in and start bringing him into the house, start making him have to bring the moors in. Oh, and we're going to watch that. Start going in. So, of course, it's sensationalized because it's Hollywood. But once she raised him from the station, she raised him from the station of a servant where he was in all blue and then raised him to the station of a Moshi, which was a free man. And now he was in the light blue, which across the water represent the bays, like he didn't, you know, raised up. And so uh, the story basically goes along those lines in which he's, you know, building up. So yeah, peep that movie. But the first thing he says, he says, no, I got to teach you Urdu because that's the, that's the more, that's the more, but that's the most known. And he said, this one go from right to left. He said the one they want, I was going to teach you go from left. This is what the queen did. And she wound up having a set. She set up a whole room in the thing that was all moored out with the peacocks running. All moored out. <laughs> he turned this chick out. 
so, so during cool. this Victorian era, this was the height of their rule. Okay, we're talking on the end of the 1800s to the beginning of World War II. That's the height. This is when they they doing it. So this is when now the royal family over there is, is ensconced uh, totally. They got it popping, and they decide to um, start to switch up everything globally. Look, this is this is a representation, a model of how we used to be over here. Crossings, the George Washington Bridge. You've got 40 to 45 minutes inbound on the upper level, 35 on the lower level. Lincoln Tunnel, 20 to 25 inbound. I can't believe you still watch that. On the outbound Collins, 15 to 20 now inbound here. Outbound 35 in the city. And mass transit is on or close to schedule. Cloudy skies in the evening. Rainbows in the overnight in the upper 50s. Tomorrow. Cloudy he goes out of his way to turn his back on day, a high of 64. Oh, it's currently and then when, when I let him do that, under mostly sunny skies in Newark, yeah, because he lays by your door and you ignore him. When, when you feel like being bothered, when did he lay by my door? That's because he either scratched me or farted. You was what? So I gotta live with those parts? He's mad because he can't get in when he farts. What, did I love him too much? No, I said, hold him. He don't scratch me.